Previously on that Cthulhu John. Hello? I'm looking for my Aunt Millie. There's been signs of a struggle. I know she had a date. Guy named Walter. We were supposed to go on a date and uh, got stood up. We have a detective coming to the scene. A man in a brown suit gets out. Detective Thompson! He turns around, takes his yellow sunglasses off. Mr. Prendergast, uh, I'm going to be frank with you. It doesn't look good that you were probably the last person to speak with her uh, in person. Where's my fucking aunt? It's this guy. This is the guy she went on a date with. Guy's getting a little heated here. Did your aunt have any valuables or anything? Something about a statue. Mikhail Jakanovich in the year 1940... Uh, the last record of him existing was a, an arrest for political dissent in Russia. He was then put into the gulag system. My dear Lenny, your friend Thomas needs to be dealt with. Well, uh, oh geez, if I gotta. We're gonna give you a little, uh, needle. Uh, they're keeping him up at the Byberry mental facility we need a new delivery driver now i gotta kill him and do his job tuesday afternoon i'm supposed to go to the ventucci art gallery uh yes what can i help you with this friday we have a jakanovich coming in it is expected to go uh very quickly uh at our auction on friday there's no chance that i could have any private words with uh you know my good old pal Look who's uh, doing great. He has got a wild look in his eye. Did the cold get you, Lenny? It came alive and it came at me. It had claws, Lenny. It had claws. It had eyes. That's what Chucky told me to grab was the statue. And I give him a jab with that needle. Sorry, bud. And he looks you in the eye and he goes, I say, God. Lenny. God. Oh, we need a medic in here right away. And I uh, start to walk down the hallway. Thanks for joining us for that Cthulhu John episode three. We are a real play call of Cthulhu podcast. I am George, your keeper of arcane lore. And with me are my friends and investigators, Chad. Hey there. Chuck. Hello. And Jenny. Hi. All right, guys. So we left off last. Uh, Mr. Leonard Cobb had just killed his friend in the mob, a guy whose name's not Bob. Uh, however, his name is uh, Tommy Slick. So Lenny just killed off Tommy Slick with a quick uh, injection that mimicked a heart attack. And he managed to slip out the front door uh, and passed his sanity roll. So oh. he kind of did it with a fairly clean conscience. I'm going to say that Lenny is right now leaving the facility. Uh -huh. uh, he's in the parking lot. And he's getting into his truck, which he parked in the uh, visitor's yeah. parking lot. All right, so he's getting into his truck. I'm going to just, like, you know, punch a random car window on the way to my <laughs> truck. You know, he's, he's got to be a little frustrated and angry. Oh, okay. So you're walking through the parking lot, and you punch a window. You punch just the hood of a car. You're trying to break something. 
I don't know, just, just kind of, uh, as I'm walking by, just randomly swing at whatever's there. It could be a telephone okay. pole, I don't know. Uh, so you go ahead, take a quick swing at something, <laughs> and give me a luck roll. Let's see how... It's not good. All right, uh, take one is not gonna do it. hit point damage. Yeah, you, uh... Ooh, it's smart. Good. Blooded up your knuckles uh, from swinging that hard. I'm frustrated. And cool. after that Jova motion, you kind of start to get up to your truck, open the door to the truck, and uh, mm-hmm. someone runs out the front door of Byberry and uh, turns around the corner and says, there he is, he's, he's, uh, he's getting in the truck over there. All right, you close the door. And I go. And uh, punch it, or? Yeah, just get in and move, uh, as if I, uh, you know, didn't see them coming. All right, so you start to pull away and uh as you're pulling out the uh the main exit uh there is a guard shack there uh right now the arm is up but it looks like it's starting to lower give me a drive roll okay an eight will do it that's um that's uh, you you hit that gas that's extreme punch it it and you get under that gate uh very easily i'll flip the dude uh, off close... my way by it too yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you bolt out of byberry's uh driveway onto byberry road uh turn down to roosevelt boulevard <laughs> and start down there uh heading south back to your uh well you tell me where you're headed uh are you heading back to your uh, delivery routes. I kind of you... just start. I think I just start driving. I don't know. Probably punch the steering wheel, turn the music up, and then yell a lot. You know, very eighties. Mhm. I got you. So eighties. Doing that little like... little bit of a point break thing. No. Pop 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 pop. Except without the shit in the air. <laughs> <laughs> but probably not really thinking about where I'm going at the moment. Just just driving for now. You know, it it has it, it's affected him, but not. Uh, this is why he doesn't get close to nobody. I mean, as far as Makes I'm concerned, sense. that guy was a work friend. And a mob work friend uh, usually doesn't... They're not, like, long-term friends. Yeah, turns yeah. out. So, uh, you know, it's better than getting whacked or offed. <laughs> That's what she said. Anyone want to do anything for the rest of Tuesday? I would say it's about 3 o'clock in the afternoon after Lenny gets away. I don't know. <laughs> if do you guys you don't have anything to do, that's fine. I can just uh, kind of... Actually, there was know. something uh, Walter might get into. Um, is there a um, phone book at the bookstore? At the bookstore? Absolutely. They have uh, older books, older phone books there, too. Uh, well, I'm not sure which I'll need, so I'll start with the current one, I guess. And I'm going to try to look up the Fireside Tavern, see if I can find an address for that place. Okay, uh, you look up Fireside Tavern, and there's only there's not like an ad or anything like that. It's just a uh, a small, you know, basic entry. Just the Fireside Tavern's got the number there. Well, maybe in that case, uh, actually, oh yeah, it's Tuesday, right? Well, uh, I guess you know. I think I left off uh, searching this place really thoroughly, so it's probably in the afternoon by the time I would get around to this, like maybe six ish. I think uh, I was searching through books till at least five, and then I started to get into other things. 
Okay. So uh, I'm going to give Fireside Tavern a call. Around what time are you calling Fireside Tavern on a Tuesday? Probably like 6 p.m. Around 6 p.m.? Okay. 6 p.m. on a Tuesday. Phone, you call Fireside Tavern. Phone rings a couple times. Guy picks up. Yeah, Fireside Tavern. Uh, hey there. Uh, I'm glad to see you're open. I uh, was uh, just thinking about having a few drinks, but I don't know where the address is. Where are you located? And uh, the guy over the phone gives you the address at the bar in South Philly. You know, it's not, uh, not too far from where you live. Uh, maybe a five-minute drive or so. You could actually walk it if you wanted to. Yeah, it's probably a little cold for that. Especially the sun going down or already down. Uh, but he does uh, write down the address and uh, thinks about the place. Um, he might have to check that out as well. Uh, but there is uh, another phone call I'd like to make as well. Um, when I was at Millie's house and talked to Detective Thompson, was it? Detective Thompson, yeah. Uh, did he give me any of his information or did he just take mine? Uh, he took yours and I'm going to say he gave you his card as well. Oh, well, isn't that convenient? Because um, uh, I guess... Yeah, the date was Saturday, so I mean, there's still Sunday, Monday, and then all today. So yeah, I'm going to give him a call and see if there's been any progress or leads or any news or anything. Uh, or attempt to, anyway. So I'll dial his number next. Okay. Uh, dial up his number and get an answering machine. It says, uh, uh, this is Thompson. Uh, leave a message. If it's urgent, you should have the number. Uh, yes, Detective Thompson, this is Walter Pendergast. Uh, I was just calling you in reference to the disappearance of one Mildred Thiebly. I had hoped to uh, see if there were any updates or leads or any progress. Um, still worried about my friend, and I hadn't heard anything from anyone. Uh, please, you know, give me a call back at either number I gave you before. That's your earliest convenience. Click. Let me write this down a second here. Let's say you made your phone call to Thompson. Uh, yeah, I mean, if nothing else is going on, um, I think I might actually check out the Fireside Tavern because uh, he's pretty much... Well, actually, you know what? Uh, a thought occurred to him while he was leaving that message, and he calls Millie's number just in case. He assumes she would have called him if, you know, things were good, but. Well, you call Millie's number and it uh, rings a couple times. No one answers it. Yeah, that's what he's afraid of. And now, especially even more so, uh, I think he will go for that drink and takes a short drive down to the fireside. Check that place okay. out and see why it was important. All right. So you go to, to the Fireside Tavern. Uh, front door of it is pretty uh, shittily painted. Uh, it's all peely and cracked and everything. Uh, you go to open it. Probably makes and, that like uh, gross face when he touches the handle. The handle is very corroded. Uh, it's got like that like patina that only a bunch of sweat and beer could make on <laughs> a brass handle. Nice. Mm, good thing I have my gloves on. And you grab it, open the door up. As you head inside, 
the smell of cigarette smoke just hits you in the face like a frying pan <laughs> and wong and uh you can see that the place is pretty dirty a lot of the bar stools has the leather has cracked on the top of it and the all the fluff is coming out of it sure there's a very large fella behind the bar uh and he is wearing a full s- sweatsuit uh not a track suit but like sweat shirt sweatpants uh, the guy looks like he's dressed to be comfortable more than anything, more than to impress. Okay. Any decals on it, or is this plain sweats? Uh, it's just plain sweats. Okay. Plain gray sweats. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, it's not especially judgmental, and though he doesn't really smoke, he does kind of find the the smoky atmosphere of the bars kind of appealing. And uh, he climbs up on one of these... Uh, rough edge seats uh, or I guess you climb up on one of the seats. seats you feel the leather dig into your <laughs> leg uh, at a part where it has cracked and he kind of like man sits in, up a little bit large, and spins it yeah uh, there's only three other people here right now uh, they all look like they might have been here for a while uh, judging by how steadily they are sitting right now if anybody looks over, give them a nod and a wave. Uh, they give you back a, uh, a head nod <laughs> when you mm-hmm. when they look at them and wave at them. Uh, Typical the selfie. big guy in the the big guy in the sweat uh, suit comes over and says, uh, "Yeah, uh, can I get you something? A beer, please." He looks over at the tap, and I mean, if they got Bud on tap or something, they'd probably be fine. They got Coors on tap. Yeah, that's fine too. As long as it ain't that Coors light. No, it's the Coors Gold Banquet. Nice. He says, uh, yeah, tall frosty glass. If you got one, he gestures to the Coors. The guy grabs a glass from underneath the bar, flips it over. Uh, it's a mug. It is a mug. Flips it over. Nice. And uh, pours from the tap. Puts it down in front of you. Goes, uh, that'll be 50 cents. Nice. Slap down a dollar. I say, no need for change. Buy yourself one. <laughs> and uh, and he, with that, he says, he says, you know what? Don't mind if I do. I got a long night ahead of me. And he I raise my to glass the, to that. <laughs> he goes over to the bar and pours himself a mug. Brings it back over. You know, cheers is yeah. Yeah. Okay. Give a little clink. He goes, uh, so, what's a, uh, no offense, but what's a, I fancy a looking fella like yourself doing here at the fireside? I say, uh, it's, uh, been a rough couple days. Uh, a friend of mine went missing and, uh, I guess, uh, the stress is getting to me. I figured a nice cold drink could do me good. Says to you, well, a lot of people here got their problems, believe me. Uh, Being a bartender and owning the bar, actually, you become kind of a psychiatrist on your own. Oh, and uh, with that, he kind of looks around. He says, uh, well, I've never been here before, but uh, seems like a a nice enough place to own. How long you been doing this? 
uh, well, I, uh, I've been owning it for about 20 years now, since the 60s. He seems impressed by that. I mean, uh, you know, it's a nice business. Probably had to work hard at some point if he's not now. I mean, hard to say. I don't really know him that well. But um, taking a look around this place, uh, is there anything that catches my eye? Anything of interest? Of note? Uh, well, they've got a lot of those, um, like a silkscreened mirror. Yeah. So it's like a print on a mirror. They got a bunch of those, you know, with all different beers, uh, hanging on the walls. Got your typical, like, Alf with some girl in a bikini <laughs> on the poster somewhere. Yeah, that kind of <laughs> shit. It's, it's all, but it's all, like, caked thickly with, uh, nicotine residue. Oh, yeah, the best. You can only really see yourself in the center of the mirror. So the rest <laughs> exactly. Is, like, super grimy. <laughs> Hmm. Well, uh, they've got some pictures of uh, some of the workers lining around the bar as well uh, in the corner of, of the frames of the mirrors. Uh, some pictures you can see the owner there, and some uh, and uh, see a couple girls, guys in there with them. You can assume they're uh, either workers or regulars of some sort. Uh, some of the pictures are of people behind the bar. And one of the pictures is a person behind the bar, and you see a, it happens to be a picture of Heather, who you met uh, just earlier today. Or was that yesterday? I think that was Monday. Yeah, yesterday. That was Monday. I'm sorry. Or you no, no. Just no. Met... That was probably Sunday, because it was the day after. My bad, my bad. The day well, after you had just met her a, a, yeah, yeah. a day or two. <laughs> um. But you recognize her face from the picture. And you also recognize that she's leaning over the bar and talking to your neighbor. Uh, Lenny, too? Hmm. Lenny. Lenny is in the picture. He must be a a regular there or something. He's at least in the picture with with Heather. Huh. Yeah, he might kind of drift off in thought for a moment if the bartender's still talking. Maybe he kind of loses attention or loses track of the conversation. And... uh, he kind of uh, thinks to himself, maybe uh, that's some kind of connection, or at least, uh, you know, that's why Millie had uh, written the uh, Fireside Tavern on her little planner in the first place. Hmm. So with that, Makes he might sense. ease up a little bit. Uh, he's not exactly sure what it means, but at least there's something that kind of makes sense to all of this. And um, it takes another big uh, gulp or two of his beer. Probably downs it to the halfway mark. Maybe a little fast for him. All right, so you down it halfway, and then down it the rest of the way, and the bartender comes back and goes, uh, that was quick. <laughs> he chuckles a little bit. Brap. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, it's been a little while since I had a nice uh, nice cold one. Uh, it's, uh, well, not much, much of a drinker, are you? Not usually, unless it's coffee. But uh, He laughs at that. I think I could uh, use another one of these, and uh, one for uh, the rest of the guys here. He makes like the little 360 lasso motion with his hand as he kind of rounds up everybody. When you do that, he leans over to a switch, and it has a, when he switches it, a fire bell goes off. (laughs) Uh, And and everyone at the bar, like, suddenly jolted awake. Suddenly jolted awake, wide-eyed, and he goes... Uh, this guy over here just bought around for everyone, and then everyone just goes, kind of lifts their head up a <laughs> little bit more. But as they're lifting their head up, they kind of 
put their heads back down a little bit and raise their glasses and go, <laughs> Looking sloshed already. The healthy applause. Any so food around this just joint? Bought the, I'm sorry, what was that? Any food around this joint? Any chips or anything? There's some bowls of peanuts on the bar. Yeah, there is. <laughs> well, it's a good thing they got shells. I don't mess with any that are already like busted open, but if they're intact and I gotta break them open, that's fine. He's particular like that. Yeah. I'm gonna say that they 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 have shells on them. He uh, he has a little fun with it then, you know. Plays a little drinking game as he's knocking back his core's gold. What drinking game are you playing with the shelled peanuts? <laughs> yeah. He's not he's not really playing any games. He's just breaking open the peanuts and eating them and Eat a peanut, drink a beer. Eat a peanut, drink a beer. <laughs> That's a fun game. I've played that one. It doesn't last too long either. Then. Oh man. So yeah. Uh but nothing really too much more than that. Uh, he pretty much just finishes the second beer and has a few peanuts just so he's not drinking on a completely empty stomach. I think he had like a sandwich earlier, but he doesn't usually drink, so. Makes sense. How long are you staying here uh, drinking? Probably not too long. Uh, by the time I finished the second beer, it might have been an hour altogether. And okay. then uh, I think I'll head on home. All right, so you head on home. Uh, Heather, did you do anything special on Tuesday? So Tuesday's the day after right like the, okay yes um i was thinking i would go to the police station but is that like too redundant like i don't know is that okay if i go to the police station absolutely to check? okay it makes okay. perfect sense if you make sense so, yeah. Character would, yeah yeah i'm yeah. sure you'd, you'd need some information yes yeah, see if they if walters have any too, more yeah. information <laughs> on her or... okay so i um go to the police station if and see if see right. if the guy in the yellow glasses is there. All right, so you head down to the police station, and uh, there is uh, a bunch of cops like running around, hustling, bustling. Looks like they're real busy today. Um, there's someone s- sitting at a reception desk, however, uh, a shorter, chubbier woman uh, in a police uniform, of course. Uh, she's sitting there, and as you walk in, she looks a little annoyed, but she says, uh, yeah, can I help you with something? I was just here to see if Detective Thompson was here. I'm looking to see if he has any more information on my aunt. Okay, so she goes, uh, hold on one second. She hits an intercom. It says, uh, Detective Thompson, uh, there's a young lady here to see you. And you hear back over the intercom, well, who is it? She goes, can I get a name? Heather Snakehole. So he hits the intercom. She goes, uh, Heather Snakehole? <laughs> and <laughs> you hear back over the intercom, uh, oh, that's a name you don't forget. Yeah, send her, send her right back to my office if you could. And she goes, ugh. She rolls her eyes and she grabs the next cop that's walking by and says, uh, hey, Martinez, can you take... This uh, woman back to Thompson's office. And the detective goes, uh, yeah, sure. He, he shows you the way. You walk through the floor of uh, the police precinct. And again, uh, seems to even be getting busier as you're going through. But 
Once you near the back of the precinct, you get to the offices and it starts to calm down there. You don't see people moving around as much near the offices. Uh, Martinez leads you to a door, opens the door up and says, uh, uh, to Detective Thompson, you had a request for a civilian to come and see you? He says, yes, send her in. Sends you in to a uh, room that's rather stark. Uh, it's painted a light sage green color uh, with a brown chair rail going around it. And it has a large desk, uh, not an expensive looking desk, but uh, one that gets the job done. Sitting behind it is uh, Detective Thompson. He's not wearing his yellow sunglasses right now, but he is still wearing a brown pinstripe suit. And he looks up from his desk and he says, uh, yes, uh, Miss Snakehole, what, what can I help you with? I just wanted to see if you have any more information on my aunt or, or what's happening. It's just been a day. He says, well, I, I appreciate your concern. Um, I, can, I see why you would be concerned. It's been a day and... We got to be honest that the uh, first 48 hours are probably the most important in finding someone. Uh, if we do have any sort of updates, believe me, you'll be the first one to know. But unfortunately, uh, nothing new has turned up since yesterday. Did you look into that Walter fella? I said, yeah, we looked into his uh, records. Uh, seems clean. Uh, nothing popping up uh, that's, you know, any red flags. However, we will keep an eye on him. Uh, we're going to do it. We think we're going to do a follow-up interview with him maybe after 48 hours. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you have all my information. Please call me if you find anything else out. As soon as we do find anything else out, we'll let you know. I guess uh, he kind of... Gives you a look like uh, anything else you need. Like, did you find? Did you happen to find the that statue that I told you about in my aunt's house? Give nice. me psychology roll. <laughs> That's the kind of questions we need. Two. That's super good. Thompson tells you, "Well, we ha don't have any sort of leads on the statue." Um, he seems like it's kind of a misnomer, really. We couldn't find anything about it. Don't know where it went. But because of your psychology role that you passed very well there, you can tell that he's either not telling the whole truth or possibly just straight up lying to you. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to grill like the detective about detectiving. Because he's like, right. not. <laughs> um, okay. I guess I'd just say, I'll get out of your hair. There seems to be a lot going on in here today. He goes, yeah, it's pretty busy back here. And uh, he turns around to a computer and starts typing on it. And he goes, uh, you can see yourself out. You don't need an escort or anything. All right. Thanks for your help. All right. So you leave the police precinct uh, with the feeling that Detective Thompson might know something about the statue, at least. Okay. Can I go to her house? And look for it myself. Well, it's not going to be there. I, I don't know how crime scenes yeah. work, really. But in real yeah, life, uh, but I'm going to say it's the day after they probably got all the pictures okay. and everything they need. It's 
you know, locked up, and I'm assuming you would have a key for it. Okay, so I go to her house, maybe call a cab and go down there. Maybe I could find something since I think he's a big fat liar. Okay, so you go to call a cab and, uh, you know, yellow car comes, picks you up, takes you all the way up to the northeast. And you get you arrive at your Aunt Millie's house. You go up, the front door's locked, but that's not a problem. You do have a key. Okay, so I go in. Uh, I'm just looking around, kind of looking through all her stuff. Mm -hmm. So you're looking through her stuff, uh, go through her bedroom and things. Not finding a whole lot there. Uh, you do see spots where it looks like fingerprints have been dusted for <laughs> and stuff. Is there still, like, blood around? You know how I like that blood? There is still... There is still blood stains on the floor. It looks like the the tablecloth uh, that had the blood stains in it was taken in for evidence. Can I go through like some of her books to see? I'll go through some of her books to see if um, that guy's name is in there that she mentioned to me. The is it is it the Walter? no the uncle is it like her uncle that the art. Yeah, she said, but she did tell you that she didn't really know the guy. Okay. All right, so I guess I just, like, go through all her stuff like a creep and then don't find anything and just head out. All right, so you leave her house behind, uh, not really finding anything there. And let's go to Lenny next. So, Lenny, you're doing your... Rounds, I guess, and delivery rounds. Um, yeah, I feel like well, you would still have to for, throughout the day. Um, but eventually you're going to have to go back to the the dispatch. Yeah. Um, this is something i got to take care of. All right. So you go through the rest of the day making your deliveries. Um, you head back to the dispatch around 6 o'clock. When you get to the dispatch, what do you do? Um, now, uh, is, um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of confused about how things work exactly. Um, is the entire union wrapped up? I mean, could I just walk up into the dispatch and be like, I need you to make it look like I was delivering somewhere else today. The, you know that the entire union is not wrapped up in all this. Yeah. All right, well, um, I'm going to have to make it look like I was delivering somewhere else today. Um, That's my plan. So, um, uh, I guess the dispatch office or wherever they would uh, keep our schedules and shit? Uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. As you're walking through the uh, dispatch, uh, we're going to say the docks where you park up. Skinny Joey comes up to you. You see him walking towards you. Hey, there he is. He goes, hey. Hey there, Lenny. Let me ask you something. Uh, did you do what Daddy told you to do? Of course I did. Oh, God. Well, you don't like that he said Daddy? Oh, God. I fucking hate him. <laughs> it, it makes him There's a little... something about grown men saying Daddy that's... Yeah. It makes him a little more endearing. Uh, does it? Especially does someone it? who's like a life or death kind of guy. Like your, your fate is hanging okay. in his balance sometimes. Oh. Yeah, well, says you. Daddy said you had something important for you to do. 
Did you do it? Yeah, you know, I uh, always take care of my deliveries. Says, ah, okay, just another delivery. Speaking of deliveries, mm -hmm. don't forget, Friday. We Friday. got you off the schedule already. So you can make the special delivery to uh, Ventucci Art Gallery, okay? Right, right. Uh, let me write that down. Uh, you said I got to pick it up at that warehouse by the docks? Warehouse by the docks. You, gotta, you should probably pick it up around 1 o'clock. Give yourself about two hours to get to Ventucci. You got to be there by 3. Alrighty. Yeah, I wanted to uh, talk to you about the schedule. Uh, you think um, we could uh, switch a couple things around, uh, make it look like I was somewhere else today? It's uh, it's about that job that your father had me on. Says, well, I guess I could talk to Colin Records, see what uh, we could maybe move a couple things around there. If it's re in regards to the job that Daddy sent you for, you know. Yeah, I would say uh, the sooner the better there, in case anyone comes uh, knocking, snooping, asking questions. He says, yeah, sure, uh, makes sense to me. So he goes off uh, probably to talk to Carlin Records. And uh, what do you do with the rest of your day there? Um, well, I guess I'll leave it to him, but I don't trust the kid, honestly. Uh, but I suppose I could always check tomorrow and I'll start work. Um, you said it's Tuesday? Yep. Um, you know, today was quite a day, huh? Uh, I'm going to... Or wait, no. Did I do the thing yesterday or was that today? That was today. That was today. It was, it was earlier today. It was like before noon. I th I th no, it was 2 o'clock. The thing. Um, oh, you oh mean Christ. kill your best friend by stabbing him with a needle in the dick? <laughs> that thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Never mind. That thing. Uh, well, he wasn't my best friend. He's just... Listen, Daddy said... You know, the only friend. Uh, Daddy yeah, said to do you know, it. You gotta do person. it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's better than getting whacked. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I guess I'd probably go tie one on, honestly. That Much makes sense. I think sense. that's a bad idea. Um, yeah, it's early enough, you know. Get real wasted, pass out. All right. But park at home. And I go walk, home? I'll walk from there. You? Oh, you walk to the fireside? Yeah, park at home and then walk to the fireside from there. Okay, when you get to the Fireside Tavern, it is about 8 o'clock. Uh, the place is not packed. It is, there's only two people at the bar right now. And behind the bar is uh, your buddy Sal, Sal Lombardi. He is uh, dressed all in gray sweats, head to toe, which is pretty standard for him in the winter. In the summer, he's more of a wife beater and... Uh, Jorts kind of guy. <laughs> Who's not? Uh, but he's there, and as you walk in, he goes, uh, Lenny, how you doing, bud? Hey there, what's, uh, what's going on there, Sal? Looking good. Uh, not a whole lot. You can see it's not bustling in here. Yeah, well, uh, you know, that's part of the charm, huh? That's how I look at it. <laughs> not how the IRS looks at it, but, you know. <laughs> Uh, you still talking to those guys? I cut them off years ago. That's what you should do. Well. But as a business owner, you know, you gotta keep. I understand, I understand. What can I get you? Uh, usual. Of course it is. Any shots? Uh, of course. How hard a day you had? It was a day. 
You know, one of those days that, uh, you know, you kind of just want to give it all up. I'm giving Sal a psychology roll. And uh, he comes back with a beer and a shot of uh, whiskey. Puts him in front of it and goes, uh, first round's on me, all right? Uh, you're a saint, Sal. Mm-hmm. You look like you had a tough one. He turns around, he's watching the news, and uh, got Jim Garner on there on the Action 6 News. <laughs> the only guy with a better mustache than Walter. Yes. <laughs> Move closer to your world, my friend. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You know what? <laughs> Don't sing more than that. Copyright, copyright. <laughs> So, on the action news there, it's like the end of the news, you know, where there's not really any real stories going on. And they say, this Friday, uh, this Friday there's to be an auction at the Ventucci Art Gallery in Val Kinwood. They're going to be featuring a real Jukanovich statue at the auction. We don't have pictures of it yet, but we do have pictures of... And they turn around, they're like, let's see. Uh, yes, other works by the famous Russian artist. It's been thought for years that all of his works have been already documented. But this is a new unfounded one and is expected to go for thousands of dollars. That's what you happen to pick up while the news is on. And Sal comes back over to you and he goes, yes, yeah, me people got too much money to spend on stupid crap. He's like, yeah, wouldn't it be nice though, you know? Have that kind of cash? Absolutely. Tell you, I wouldn't be buying art in uh, Philadelphia. Be on a beach somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I uh, got uh, my mom down in Cabo right now. Cabo? Sounds fancy. It's, uh, it's pretty is. nice. It's pretty nice. I gotta say, nice place to retire. I was glad I could send it there. Hey, uh, you know the ball. Gotta be uh, working out for something then. So, the rest of the night, you just kind of drink a little bit, uh, get kind of sloshed. Probably somewhat quick. I probably don't stay too long. A uh, few hours, max. Okay. Um, pass out early. Pass out early? Okay. Drink till you can't think anymore. <laughs> Stumble home. Pass out. Mm-hmm. Just get it done. Very efficient. So, we're going to move to... We're going to say it is now Wednesday. And early in the morning there, Walter, you get do get a call from Detective Thompson. Okay. All right. It's been uh, two days now since Millie's disappearance, right? Uh, definitely, at least. Yeah. Since since the last known uh, person has talked to her, which was you, actually. Detective Thompson calls you on the phone, and he says to you, uh, Mr. Prendergrass, just a follow-up question here. Uh, anything else that you could, that has popped into your head that could possibly... Give us any sort of lead or direction into uh, the disappearance of Ms. Thebley. Well, uh, yes, actually, there had been something I'd hoped to discuss with you. Um, the statue that uh, Heather and I mentioned, uh, was that ever recovered from her apartment or her house? Says, uh, no, we never found any statue. Um, he says, uh, you know... There is one other thing um, I hadn't really known at the time, but since the first time we had spoken, I had visited an art gallery, and uh, apparently they have a uh, a piece by the same artist. Uh, 
The curator there wasn't able to confirm any details, so uh, having never seen this statue of Milly's in the first place and uh, not knowing what they're uh, obtaining, uh, you know, I couldn't say for 100%, but the place seemed a little weird. Um, maybe she's just a really... Uh, mean boss but uh, she certainly had her employees riled up and uh, you know given the rarity of information I've had a hard time finding anything about this artist uh, it seems I don't know at the least uh, coincidental to me that they suddenly have a piece and another piece went missing he says to you yeah I've looked into this uh, artist this uh, Jakanovitz yeah what have you found well it looks like he's pretty hot right now uh but we haven't found anything about him other than that, that his works are going for uh, big money right now. So it looks like that uh, we may be leaning towards, if she actually had one of these artworks, that we may be leaning towards uh, that it could have been a robbery of some sort that went awry. No, that would possibly make sense if it's that hot um, of a commodity. Uh, but what was the name? An, I'm sorry. What was the name of that art gallery that you visited? Uh, yes, that's actually what I wanted to discuss. Uh, the Ventucci Art Gallery up in the main line. Um, I've been offered a spot at the auction this Friday around three o'clock. Um, you know, I guess having never seen this statue, I, I don't really know exactly how to verify. But uh, you know, I mean, what if these people have a statue that fits the description that Millie gave me? What at that point? Do I call you back immediately, or do you have any time to attend this uh, auction? He says, I don't know if I can actually make the auction itself, but if anything seems weird, funny, off, you know, definitely give me a call. Right away. All right, uh, if that's all. Uh, I, I got other work to do, so uh, I'll talk to you uh, if, if anything else turns up, and if you hear anything, let me know too, okay? Certainly. All right, bye. Thank you, officer. Hangs up. What do you do for the rest of your Wednesday there? It's, uh, well, depending on when he called me and where, uh, I mean, it might be a work day. Yeah, I would fi I'd figure he's a Monday through Friday kind of guy, and then maybe some specialty mm -hmm. hours on the weekends. So I'd probably head to Joe Clock's and see what's happening on the book scene. All right, you head to Joe Clock's bookshop. It's fairly busy there today. Not more so than usual, but not a slow day either. Okay. And uh, nothing that it, of note walks through the door. No, like, you know, rare books or anything. Everything that kind of comes in, you've you've seen before. No old ladies looking for dates. No old ladies looking <laughs> for dates today. That was once in a decade for Walter. Yeah. Snap. Lightning strikes twice sometimes, you know? I'd say uh, he's probably a science fiction buff, you know, at, at heart. So uh, he might have some old old book that he's reading, maybe something in uh, some series that I probably shouldn't say for copyright issues. And You'd uh, probably you know, say an author. Uh, you know, I wouldn't know the authors, actually. Oh, okay. But, you know, <laughs> one of those series that has, like, 30 different novels. He's probably on, like, number 17 or something. Gotcha, gotcha. There's so many of them out there, though. Yeah, yeah. So you're reading through your books. I mean, nothing really happens throughout the work day for you. Uh, anything going on with Heather? Heather, it's Wednesday. You work tonight. 
do I know that Lenny is in the mob? Or, like, do I suspect, you suspect. that he is in Connected? Yeah. Okay. And we're, like, in a picture together, so are we, like, you're pretty fairly close. close? Yeah, you're pretty close. Okay. I mean, as close as a bartender and a regular get. Yeah. I mean, if he was in there, I would like to, or if I had his number, call him mm-hmm. and ask him to have his people possibly investigate. Uh, oh, that's a good idea. All right. So um, you do not have his number. However, you suspect he might come into work tonight. You can go through your daily routine. Anything in particular you want to accomplish uh, before you get to work? No. No? Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, just go through your daily routine. Um, still probably pretty worried about your aunt, though. So that's going to be on the back of your mind. But eventually yeah. eventually it hits uh, nighttime and you're about ready to go to work. But before we get to you, let's go back to Lenny, see what he's doing for the day. Um, I think uh, when I go into work, I would uh, double check the schedules for the week and see if uh, it got changed. So you do check your schedules, and it looks like it hasn't been changed yet. Uh, well, I got a few. Um, Want to go talk to uh, whoever or whomever might be in charge? Uh, he said the dude's name, but I didn't write it down. Oh, Carla. Carla. That dude, Carla. Yeah, that dude, Carla. <laughs> uh, Carla in records. Uh, you go to records, uh, and there is a... Woman looks about 60 years old or so, uh, but uh, in good shape for a 60-year-old. But her hair is up in a... neighbor might like her. Her hair is up in a gray bun. Uh, She's a bit of a spark plug, uh, and this is Carla. And she, uh, as you go into her office, she she looks up and goes, uh, Yeah, what can I do for you, hon? Hey there, Carla. Um, You know, I... uh... I talked to one of the guys about it already, but I guess uh, he just kind of overlooked it. I need uh, a couple things changed on the schedules earlier in the week. Um, you know, yeah, well, we can guy. we can change your schedule next week. Uh, you just need to get approval. No, for... no, no. I mean the uh, the itinerary from where I was earlier this week. I switched with a guy, and uh, you know it, it didn't get reflected, uh, you know, on the uh, in the books. And uh, I wanted to double check, made sure that was all taken care of. You know, for uh, mileage purposes. Pretty good. Uh, Give me a persuade roll. Guess billing. <laughs> um, persuade is not good. Can I intimidate her instead? Or? <laughs> <laughs> <Try. laughs> Listen, Carla, I know you've been so, yeah. working here for a long time and all, but... Uh... <laughs> She's a spark plug. Watch out. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to get zapped right back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got a fourteen, um, but I don't have any points in it, right? So it's the it's the ten. I'm gonna spend the the four luck so I can. Okay, that sounds like a bargain right so there. So I can mark off that persuade. Mark, yeah, mark off the persuade, and you manage to points? persuade Carla. Uh, she says to you, "Well, you know, I'm not really supposed to do this, but Lenny, you've been here forever. You know, we don't need to get." The higher ups involved. You say it was you know me, Carla. I'm a stand up guy, you know. Uh, been around the, here for a long time. She says we'll reflect uh, the changes. Uh, what changes did you want to make? 
Um, I go through for, um, I guess, the whole day of, uh, you know, the, the date in question, if you will. Um, and I find somebody else that I guess would have had a similar number of hours and just kind of, but like a different part of the city, like, like his whole, uh, you know, uh, his route. Oh, basically. okay. All right, so, so you it, do kind of switch out. So it looks like you weren't in the Northeast. Yeah. At that, uh, at that time, anywhere nearby Barry. Uh-huh. I was in North Jersey that day. Check my logs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do actually, I do make note of where I was just in case where I was. All right. Uh, so you do that at work? Thanks a lot, Carla. I need a coffee. I'll bring it back for you. She goes, thanks, hon. I would appreciate that. You know, uh, you don't get a lot of free things around here, but, you know, anything's appreciated. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks again. She says, thanks. And you close the door to her office and exit. So what do you do for the rest of the day? Anything? Um, Just to go about your truck route? Yeah. um, Go about that. And then as soon as I'm done, probably tie one on again and try to forget the the week again okay all right and uh heather you're gonna meet up with lenny you're gonna are you going to the bar there lenny yeah i was i was assuming so i don't want to assume anything you could have been getting drunk at home by yourself being extra sad <laughs> he finally finished that beer that he cracked the other day and then fell asleep yeah. too. It's all flat, stale. He's got a good union job. You know, his credit rating's pretty decent, so I can afford getting wasted at the bar. <laughs> I mean, 50 cents a beer. You head on down to the Fireside Tavern. We're going to say it's about 7 or so when you get there, 7 p.m., and uh, there's your there's your good uh, friend and uh, confidant uh, Heather Snakehole behind the bar mm-hmm. there. Hey there, Heather. How's it going? Let's sit down and throw my wallet up, my keys up on the bar. Uh, I've been better, Lenny. Uh, you want uh, your usual? Yeah, please. Shot and a beer. Yeah, keep them coming. You know, that kind of day too. Double up the shot on that first round too. Yeah, it's been a long week. Yeah, same here. Ain't even over. So how you doing? All right. <laughs> Get yourself a shot too. Sorry. How you All doing? All right. Uh, I actually have a question for you. If, oh. Yeah, but uh. Now. What's going on? I know. Uh, I know you have really good friends. And uh, in your trucking business, and I, I just have a little. My aunt Millie went missing, oh, and uh, somebody here. The cops found some blood in her house. They can't find her, and uh, it don't sound good. I mean, uh, oh. excuse me, sorry to say. Uh, uh, yeah. So I went down to the uh, detective's office to see if he found anything out, and I just, I get a weird vibe. I, I asked him about. A statue that she had that she thought was worth money and and I, I just I just don't I don't I feel like he was lying to me he said they don't have any information and they didn't find it and uh, I don't know I don't know if there's any way of, you know anyone 
who can find out more for me? Uh, possibly, uh, without much, uh, well, I mean, what exactly uh, do you want to know? Are you trying to find the statue? Are you trying to find if they, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think I could get access to current, uh, police cases. I feel like they might be connected. It's, it's, all of a sudden she started talking about this statue, and going on a date with this guy, and then she was missing. What do you, uh... I just want to see if I can find out if, if, where she is or where the where this statue is. Anything, any information. The cops are giving me nothing. You think this guy took her and the statue or something? Who's this guy? I can go uh, ask him a thing or two, see what he knows. Uh, you know, maybe knock him around a little. This guy, Walter, and I pull out his card from my, like, frazzled up purse with a bunch mm-hmm. of, like, Marlboro lights. Just, like... You got Marble Miles in there? Yeah. Do they have those? Oh, oh Miles. Miles, not Miles. Yeah, Miles. Yeah, Miles. Yeah, yeah the Miles. I'm saving them up. Trash bags full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to get that jacket. Oh, Every, I have everybody at the bar saving them for me. <laughs> um, and I show him the card, and I just say, it's, I, I don't know. He knew about the statue, and... She was asking about the statue, and... Let's take a look at the card. Do I uh, recognize the name? You recognize the name right away as your neighbor, Walter Q. Pendergrass? This motherfucker. <laughs> you know you know he works at the bookstore? You know, you think he's a nerd kind of thing? Uh-huh. I, and we don't get along too well, right? He, uh... And you don't get along too well? And that's where we're going to end episode three, right there with that reveal. <laughs> I forgot he was right. your neighbor until right now. <laughs> Small world. That's uh... all right. So, uh, guys, give me a uh, give it a luck good. roll or uh, oh. add to your luck roll with a d10. That's awesome. I've been bleeding. Ten-sided die. Oh, mother shit! Oh wait. Four. Hemorrhaging. Oh, nice. Ooh. Right, because you can't zero. Five very quick. Yeah. All right, so you guys have upped your luck a little bit, but luck might not save you next time. Until next time, remember, sanity is overrated. Just a quick reminder to like, follow, and review us if you like what you're hearing. You can email us at contact at thatcthulujohn.com with any comments. And you can follow us on Instagram at thatcthulujohn.